What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times are less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Laura, what do you got? So you guys wanted to talk about the Dodgers. I'll introduce something that honestly made my heart melt. Mm. So last night, Doc Peterson got his ring. It was presented to him by Andrew Friedman, Justin Turner, Clayton Kershaw, Cody Bellinger, and A.J. Pollock. But that's not why my heart melted. Okay. So his brother, Champ Peterson, who is Mm -hmm. Jock's older brother and who has Down syndrome, also got a ring by the Dodgers. I have two autistic brothers. I love this man. Like, this made my heart smile so much. I was like, how amazing is this? Because if you know, Champ was, is Jock's like bestie. I was reading this article and he's really close to his brother. So the the organization doing that for him and just recognizing, I don't know, I just, I like literally was crying when I read the story. It just made my heart melt. Yeah. I saw the interview he did too with Mm -hmm. the Cubs, uh, like sideline reporter or whatever. Yeah. It was pretty cool too. That that is a touching moment. And great job by the Dodgers for doing that. That was was pretty awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. What a class act. No doubt. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. So, there's a lot of people who want to chime in on this glamping or camping thing that Greg is doing. Greg, Greg is in denial, by the way, on this stuff. Um, but let me, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> we'll get to a second. We'll get to a second. But let's talk Dodgers because I know you're, you don't want to talk about this either, to be honest with you, Greg. Um, no. Greg, what, what is the problem with your squad, man? They are just not hitting right now, and it's becoming a problem. Uh, you would think that when they take away all the sticky goop stuff that's going around Major League Baseball right now, that that with the spin rates dropping considerably, that you'd be able to hit. But no, the Dodgers are in one of those moments right now where they just cannot get a hit to save their life. And I think what it is is mostly because they're so patient at the plate that they'll take walks, but they're getting, you know, they're striking out or just not getting timely hits. And they had eight hits. They had eight walks last night and couldn't get a hit yeah. to bring anyone home. So there's always guys on base, but they you know just can't bring them home. You know what I think, Greg? I think they miss what Kike used to bring. And that was an attitude into the clubhouse that kept everyone loose. Everybody's got a role. You got leaders, you got the quote unquote, you know, role players, you have the bench warmers who are there to push you in practice, blah, blah, blah. And then you have the glue guy, the person who don't just keep you together in terms of what we're supposed to be executing but also keeps you together because it keeps things loose. You know, Jared Dudley does that for us, you know, with the with the Lakers, obviously. Um, we all know, you know, about Udonis Haslam and what he brought to that locker room, you know, for the Miami Heat for a number of years. There are always guys on championship quality teams whose role goes beyond the stat sheet. And part of the reason why I was so heartbroken over Kike leaving us for Boston was because I hate Boston. But the other reason was because I knew the attitude that he brought to that team. This and is a man that posts twerking videos of himself. I was just going to say, he's the best twerker. Uh, yeah, I mean, but yeah. but that gives you an instant. If you remember that video of him twerking, you can hear the guys laughing in the background. I can't think of a better representation of all the off-the-field things than Kike bring or used to bring to that clubhouse than that's that level of levity and when you're struggling being reminded that it's just baseball can happen through laughter and i'm not sure who's the jokester who's the glue guy 
um, George, right now? I mean, I guess Turner has some of that in him. Um, you know, as I look at that roster. Um, so while you're looking at the roster, there was a Yoshi Tsutsugo who came over from Tampa Bay, yeah. um, did this thing on Dodger social media where it was called Coffee with with Yoshi, and he thought they asked him the question, "Who is the most who's the most fun person in the locker in the dugout locker room?" All of that clubhouse, and they said, "Yeah, clubhouse." And they said he said Austin Barnes. Now okay. I love Austin Barnes. I don't. He doesn't bring the same thing that wow. that that Kike brought. You know what There's I mean? So in your potato salad, right there. <laughs> right. So like, Kike was was wearing you know the banana suit. He wore. Right. He started the tight pants thing. Uh, he brought the bubble machine a couple of years ago. That those were all the things that he Here. brought to it. And you don't have that guy. Well, the only the only like, I mean, they have Latino players, right? I know yeah. that's what I'm saying. But like, Albert Pools is the only one that plays regularly. And he's like old and a robot. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's not going to be that guy. Uh, you need some flavor in the locker room, in the clubhouse. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't disagree with that. I don't know if that's the reason they ain't hitting though. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like that's personally. I I get you know what you're saying. I I just don't I don't make that connection between the hitting. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, in order to hit, you need to be relaxed. And I mean, they were hitting just he, fine a few weeks ago, and then, you know, they've just been up and down. They've been uh, – my point is, I guess, is that you're always going to have up and down laws. And one of the factors that we used to have in that clubhouse that would help us get back up again sure, I is get now it. in Boston. Right. Um, I also think that, you know, Corey Seager not being available and Cody Bellinger not being available for most of the season, to me, that's the bigger issue. Like well, I mean, those we, guys, well, Seager missed an entire season, and we still were able to make the postseason, and still able to make the World Series. Oh, I mean, they'll make the postseason here too. I think even without Kike, though, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't. Feel, I feel confident. We miss him. Yeah. I'm just okay. saying we miss him. All right. I mean, overall, I, though, you got the Dodgers are 44 and 31. The best record in all of baseball is the Giants at 48 and 26. It's like yeah. a it's a four and a half game difference. So they're really not that far from the best team in baseball. All right. Let me let me. Um, let me jump in here real quick as ESPN Los Angeles' Twitter account has asked the question. Uh, it says, at Greg Bergman, or at Bergman Greg, said oh, he's geez. going camping, but the camp has workers who serve him food. Is he camping or glamping? And Luis Valverde, okay, I want to shout out Luis Valverde here real quick. At the real Valverde, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to the fake Valverde. He responded with the greatest response that could have been responded to in that, on that particular tweet which is, I guess we'll all find out in two years. That is lovely. <laughs> that is bringing everything together. You know That's what I'm listening. saying? That is definitely listening. Yeah. Greg? I mean, that was a great response. Laura yes. has her Uber driver, and you got two years. Yeah, you got two years. That's your thing. All right, let's I go to Aaron. Uber. Aaron in Inglewood. Aaron, what's up? Man, what's up, y'all? LZ, look, up, man, bro? we do go camping, bro. We go camping. Brothers do go camping. I run a company. We actually host camping trips every year to East of Sierras. So we do. We out there, bro. Now, is it a lot of us? We out there now. <laughs> I was going to say, are we out there like we out there as an organized committee against the powers that be? Or are we out there like in like large numbers? Now, now when we go, we're like, you know, eight to ten deep. You know, oh, back up. I like that. And, and I like you'll, that. Li- you'll like our, our camping because we, uh, we cook. We have the herbal refreshments that I know you love. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, drinks and everything is already supplied. So 
you know, we do get it in, man. Okay. What is what is this website you speak of? <laughs> well, look, I'm on, I, I'm on IG, Trout Chasers with the Z. Trout Chasers with the Z. Okay. All right. Yeah. August, August 5th through the 9th, baby, come on through. Okay. I can't make it this year, man. I'm going to let you know right now. Yeah, yeah. But, maybe next year, though. You know what I'm saying? Maybe next year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, look us up, man. All right, Aaron. All right, peace. Take care. There you go, LC. Brothers in the woods. There you go. You know? We got any Latinos in the woods? Maybe a few here and there, I'm sure. You oh, know? I'm sure, man. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, I. you know, I'm in Arizona much of the year, man. Latinos are in the woods for real, for real, for real, for real. Yeah, and There's the a desert. lot of camping yeah. around here. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Austin in the OC. Austin, is Greg glamping or camping? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, I think Greg is uh, doing neither. This is like a hotel outside. Uh, <laughs> and I go to, like, Catalina, and we'll camp out there. I'll go mm. to all the national parks out west. I've driven all the way up to uh, Glacier. And quite frankly, whenever there's day involved, it sounds like you're not eating. So that's my mm. input. Neither. Hotel outside. Have a good one, okay. guys. Coachella you. outside. You, uh, he said hotel. hotel. Oh, hotel, hotel. my bad. My hotel bad. outside, Greg. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Greg, would you like to respond no. to Austin? No, it's, it is not. Because he you're, said you're not gonna let platform. <laughs> platform. It's a place to sleep on. It is all made out of wood. I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. It's fine. I'm you not good at explaining anyway. You it is. It's called, a, it's called a platform. Right. Yes. Where, when I camp, I don't have any platforms or any vase well, to give me my food. There are, there are no vase. There is. It is like a home base that you can go that you can go to, but you, you know can also leave is when and I go camp? home. <laughs> That's home base. When, when I'm camp. away for for ten days with no internet, no you know social media, none of this stuff. Like you, can't, if you text me, I don't get it for ten days. I'm in the middle of the woods. He wants to get rid of us. Well. I mean, he already told me. He's like, you're going to deal with them for 10 days. I'm like, damn. You are. You are. Okay. Deal with I'm, them. You're, you're them. not. You're not He's you know, got days <laughs> and we're them. <laughs> wow, I, honestly, I shouldn't speak because I, every word that comes out of my mouth yeah, yeah. gets So you apart. see, LZ, he's trading them for days. <laughs> well, you know, I think them cook better than they do. Yeah. True. Probably. Nice yeah. job, Dragon Man. I see uh, now. Let, let, let's go to Nick. Nick and Bishop. What up, Nick? Howdy. Um, totally glamping. The fact of the matter is, if you're not, uh, if somebody's cooking for you and you got a platform <laughs> and you didn't backpack out into the back into the back country, it's glamping. I mean, if, if you have a fire pit, it's like halfway camping, but you can't like, you can't front and say it's camping if you're out there having somebody cook a, uh, Cordon Bleu dinner for you. Mm-hmm. Who's Killing saying Cordon Bleu? Okay, so what are you eating, Greg? That is a great question. That is a great question by, Every, by everything. Everything is made from something that is on the ranch itself. So if you want, like, so are there any chickens it, on this ranch? Yes, yeah, there are chickens on the ranch. So there's your the Cordon Bleu. Why are you acting all brand new? Right, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, other pigs. Oh yes, there are pigs. And they're cows. You feed them, and you yeah, then you can absolutely have cordon bleu. He's right. (laughs) You can have it. It doesn't mean that that's what I'm having. What's on the menu Uh, regularly? I mean, it just it depends on the day. But sometimes it's there is a lot of meat from the cows that are on there. Um, And are there any brisks? Brisks? Yes. No. No. There are no brisks. All right. I'm just checking. I'm I'm checking to see how well they. uh, What kind of meals you talking about? 
And if you want to go backpacking, you absolutely can. You have to bring your own backpack and do all that stuff. But then you go out into the woods. Did you just say you have to bring your own backpack in the woods if you want to go backpacking? Of course you do. What the hell kind of situation are you in? I need to find you with backpacks too. Yeah, I mean, really? No, I'm saying like you go. You get like a goodie bag. Like what was happening here? Oh, it's the Bergmans. Oh, it's so good to see you again. Are you are you going to do the same coach backpacks as last year? You want to try different brands? There's no coach. It's something that you bring yourself. I'm not doing this anymore. We got a break. Dog, when 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 he goes there, LZ, when he goes there, dog, all he's going to do is all he's going to do is is think about us talk having this conversation right now. Yes, I'm not going to care. I'm going to be away. We, we, as he walks everything. by the bowl with freshly peeled kiwi and goes, yeah, yeah. you know what? I am camping. <laughs> you can't get kiwi from there. Nope. It's not on the ranch. <laughs> no, it's not on the ranch. Exactly. Yeah. If I want an apple, though, I pick it from the tree and I eat it. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Coming up next. Um, wow. LeBron's <laughs> plan may not work. I'll tell you about what that plan is in just a second. Uh, Plus, we've got another couple of great anniversaries to squeeze in before we get uh, done here today. Uh, Stick around. We'll be back in two minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Oh hey, what's up? Crank this up, Laura. This is a jam right here. Still goes. Still bangs. Occasionally it clangs. It does. Last weekend of Pride. It is. Yeah. And, you know, Madonna, because of it, decided to uh, make an appearance, LZ, in New York. I saw that, my friend. I saw Brawless. That. Yeah. Yes. Brawless. Still showing. Everything. Yeah. I mean, she had a netting, but you could see it all. Steve was very, very, very catty about the video, by the Why? way. Why? Because my hubby seems to believe that um, that she was artificially propped up <laughs> and that at her age, perhaps some things should have been more Saggy? southern than northern. Yeah. yeah. She's 60-something years old, no? She was twerking on the bar, man. Yo, she can still get down. My boys were hitting me up and they're like, where you at? And I was like, dog, I haven't lived in New York in years. Why don't you know this? Yeah. She's 62, <laughs> Madonna. But she is in unbelievable shape. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. But she's always yes has been in really good shape. When she yeah. first came out, she had a little softness. Yeah. But then by like a virgin. She was, yeah, six-pack. Six-pack. By time, well, no, for sure. And then Vogue, like, you know. And then oh, God, I, I, by Vogue, she was like yeah. a fitness yeah. model by then. Right, pretty much. But she's still go. I've been to a Madonna concert, a stadium concert. It's pretty impressive. It's intense, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty intense. impressive. I've been now, to one. She's not on Pink's level. No. Pink, to me, is the ultimate stadium performer right now. Yeah? The ultimate. From an overall exertion perspective, mm-hmm. she brings you vocals. Right. She brings you choreography. Right. And, oh, by the way, she's flying over your head at 1,000 miles per hour. Right, well, she does that, yes. <laughs> hanging that. upside down. 
But Madonna, uh, I mean, peak Madonna? Dude, dog. I don't think there's been anybody bigger. Peak From Madonna? a woman. A woman. For, for a woman? It's hard, yeah. man. It's hard yeah. to imagine one. Yeah. Peak Madonna? Yeah. Whew. I mean, she look. She killing it. There'd be no... I, I mean, she opened the doors in because she broke down a lot of things. Like, you know, think about the... Like, what women were doing on... Like, as far as their music videos and all that stuff, like, she was doing crazy stuff. Dude, she got videos banned. All right? Justify My Love was rated NC-17. But it wasn't just about, you know, over-sexualizing her material and getting No, no, no. Agreed. That was part of it. Agreed. I mean, she also was working with up-and-coming DJs that no yeah. one heard of, but then, yeah. like, in five years, they blew up, and you were, like, going, oh, damn, they did Madonna's album, like, five years before that. Or when you think about the directors that she was working with for her videos, and they all of a sudden they're doing movies, like, years later. She was so ahead of the game in so many aspects of her overall package. That's one of the reasons why she still is Madonna. Well, she's always been great at... Like, yeah, the evolution. You know what I'm saying? Like, just always constantly evolving. Um, always. Yeah, but she's worked with a ton of DJs. Right, to your point, um, like, people, like nobody knew who these people were, and then all of a sudden she works with them, and they, little by little, they start blowing up, you know? I want to say that she, like, you know, she helped blew up, like, Calvin Harris. Yeah. Um, I mean, she was working with, Kanye before he made the full transition right over to like pop she's worked with Pharrell yeah like Timbaland I mean she she ain't never been scared of no color that's for sure no, no absolutely not <laughs> yeah yeah that's for sure now sometimes she pretends like she is that color and that's problematic but you know <laughs> uh so anyway um so it's Greg glamping her camping we've been having fun with that uh, also, I, I mentioned LeBron had a plan. Now, we were joking. We were messing around. You know, LeBron kind of messing with Steph, right? Like recruiting Steph, put out the feelers, right? Mm-hmm. Being lubby-dubby with Steph. Well, Joe Lacob, the owner of the Warriors, has said, look, we're going to offer Steph everything he wants. So that ain't ever going to happen unless Steph wants to leave, which is his right in free agency. But we are going to do our part, and we ain't worried about that guy that you're – talking about because he was asked the question specifically about LeBron recruiting Steph. I mean, that's the right answer to have, you know, because he did say it's up to Steph, but, you know, we want him to be a lifer. Uh, I, look, you and I talked about this. Like, that stuff was all cool and fun, and everyone got to kind of get the rise out of it. But Steph ain't going nowhere, man. I, it's hard for me to see it. That doesn't mean it won't happen. It's just right now it's hard for me to see it. Right. Um, because my question becomes, why would you leave? It seems as if you have everything a professional athlete would want. Mm-hmm. But this is only based upon what I see from the outside in. Yeah. We don't know what's going on the inside. Right. You know, when you think about Kawhi, you just literally led a team to the NBA championship. They're going to give you the keys to the whole country. Forget the city, the country. Yeah. But he wanted to leave because he wanted right. something else. Right, but that's Same a little different. With- he got traded there. He didn't know he was going there. All right, then KD. He decided to go. KD to is State. a good one. Yes. Yes. Right. And you're like, but, why would you leave? You're going to get your money. You got the chips. Like you got the great team. Like why but, would you leave? All right. I'll poke a hole of that one a little bit for you, so we can keep going and keep this going. Um, you know, not his team. It was Steph's. All right. Then LeBron James. Why did you leave Miami? 
Um, I think he just wanted to. He felt he always felt bad about Cleveland. So then, why did he leave Cleveland? Well, because he needed to win, man. <laughs> no, no, no. Why did he leave Cleveland after he won a championship in 2016? Oh, you're oh, in, oh, in 2018. You're saying um, yeah, he won in 2016. He, he did. So why did he, he did leave his, 2018. He, he did his job. He said, "I bring a championship." And that's it. So, I, so what you've done? You didn't poke a hole in it. What you did is support no, no, what I'm I was the KD saying, one, not is, the LeBron. You got me on LeBron. You're good no, no, no. LeBron. I got you on all of them because my point is. There are all sorts of factors from the outside in that makes you ask why, but we don't know what's going on internally with that player mm. and what they want. So while I, I solely will look at it from the outside in and go, why would Steph leave? The reality is we just went through a whole handful of players who have won championships and left for various personal reasons. So we don't know. Yeah, people leave all the time. You know all what I mean? All the time, so, man. So, some people. I mean, I don't see it happening like you said, though. But um, I mean, look, entertainment, right? Conan O'Brien's leaving. We were talking about that earlier this week. Today's the anniversary of David Letterman's last show. Like, I, I, I think people maybe saw it more with David coming. But you know, like, Conan O'Brien's still relatively young. You know, like right. he's not, he's not that old. Where you would be like, oh. Well, yeah, we don't know what else he's going to do. But to right. your point, on the outside looking in, you ask yourself, well, why would you leave this? This is great. It's successful. Yeah. Everything's popping. People love you, blah, blah, yeah. blah. You never know what motivates a person. So, I'm, you know, yeah. you, I don't see Steph leaving, but I also don't know what Steph wants. That's true. We we don't know. I mean, Jay-Z, speaking of anniversaries, Reasonable Doubt, his first studio album 25 years ago. I mean, he, he did retire a couple times. And well, these two. At yeah. least two. Although Wait, I did. How long ago was Reason Without released? 25 years ago. Man, you better shut that up now. That was for real. <laughs> for real. 25 By the way, years ago? I was listening to Big Boy one morning. Woo! And they were. <laughs> Logic. You know, Logic's coming out of retirement. And uh, and Wait, he was like, real? oh, I'm happy for Logic and this now. He's like, but everybody needs to stop this retirement stuff and coming back. <laughs> we have boxers around here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but he's right. It's funny. All these dudes, I'm retired. But artists do that all the time. I just saw Elton John's going back on tour. Is he, he doing Dodger whole, Stadium? He had an entire farewell tour. I know. I went to it. <laughs> and I just saw he's coming back. He's like, oh, let me say goodbye again. <laughs> is he? Is he really? I saw tickets. Well, I think what happened was COVID didn't let him finish. Finish saying the tour. goodbye. Yeah, right, I think then, that's what it was. Then why does Cher keep saying goodbye? Then yeah, I guess. But he's going to do a Dodger Stadium show, two shows in November. Oh my gosh, that's so See, crazy! I thought he was done, but he was. I saw him at the forum. So why is he coming back to LA? He's doing a European leg. He never finished. That's what it was. He didn't finish. But, the but he's coming back to L.A. Right, but his biggest, his most memorable stadium, his most memorable concert is Dodger Stadium. I understand he, that, Greg. Many moons but, ago. But you, but you so said he, the he, farewell tour. the last, tour. last one. You said you saw him do the farewell tour in L.A. already. Right. So but now it, he's coming back to farewell the farewell. Right, but hashtag COVID. <laughs> he didn't finish it. But he finished it because he came through. You already saw it. Right, but he's like, you know, I need to do one more Dodger Stadium. <laughs> So I'm not going to knock the boxers when the singers are doing it, too. I mean, listen, I went to that one of the and four, the rappers man. and everybody else is doing Yo, it. Yo, he's 72 or 73 years old, and that dude was had more energy than I, I could have ever imagined. And he's not even on drugs anymore. Yeah, well, you, you know he, he grabbed my ass without my permission, right? Wait, what? You know that story, right? No! I thought I told you the story in the morning. In uh, the you morning might have. I, you know, it, it was early. 
right. So I did a, a fundraiser. And Elton John was the performer at the end of this fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And so all of us, you know, people of note or whatever, took this group photo backstage. Yeah, yeah. It was me, it was Judy Shepard, Matthew Shepard's mom, and blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. And Elton slid his hand down my back <clears throat> and copped the fill. Come on, Elton. Hey, man, Sir Elton John. And I John. was like, did this... <laughs> and what'd you do? Well, I was like... I was trying to figure out how do I handle this situation. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to blow up the spot because we're right. all like, you know, it's a fundraiser. We're doing this, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It wasn't, for me, it wasn't about he, him being Elton John. That had nothing to do with it. it Did was you about, do squats that day? It was about, oh, you know, I keep it juicy, man. But it was like, <laughs> but it was, it was like, I don't want to mess up this fundraiser for this yeah, yeah. family. Right, right. right. So right. I was trying to like manage it, but yeah, man, I took a picture. I actually, I think I showed Key and Travis. Maybe, maybe I didn't show you, but I showed a couple other friends and stuff. I showed Sugar Ray Leonard. I told him the story one day and showed him the picture. He was like, "Oh yeah, where is his hand?" I said, "His hands on my ass, man. That's where his hands." Are. Oh man, that's great. So there you go. So let's go see him in Dodger Stadium one last time. Maybe he'll grab you, grab your butt one more time. No, I'm good. You're good. One I'm time good. was enough. I'm good. The story one, is one good. One time was enough. Great yeah. artist. You know, but I'm. I'm hey, I'll let him grab my ass if it's his last concert. What the hell? Make sure you do the squats first, because he likes <laughs> juicy. It was fun though. I would go one more time. No, he's an he's absolutely incredible. He he truly is. You know, he's a blast, bro. He, he, and Dodger he, Stadium, uh, that again, if you if you know his history, like that is you know you know it because I know you know music, but like it, it was one of his most famous concerts. Oh God, ever. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm only teasing because I'm like, dude. You already said goodbye to L.A. Right, right. No, man, one more. (laughs) Dodger Stadium, let's go. Uh, All right, coming up next, we've got Big Deal or No Deal, everyone's favorite segment, the highest-rated segment we have on this show. So make sure you stick around for that. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, speaking of big deals, it's a big deal for you to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. So call my friends at Sam and Ash Law. Sam and Ash Injury Law, 800-304-2000. Call them at 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. What's right, Greg? All right, Sedano. So I saw O'Shea Jackson Jr. tweet this out and thought there's absolutely no way it could be true, but I looked it up, and it is absolutely true. Hippopotamonstrosisquipidoliophobia is the fear of big words. Is this a big deal or no deal? <laughs> it's a big deal because a big troll you know what i'm saying like that that's just my move with it you know what i mean like it, this is ridiculous but anyway uh what do you got lz it's a troll <laughs> not a big it's troll. real it's still a troll you could be real and a troll at the same time <laughs> exactly you could be a real right. troll exactly i just, All right, I, just I, I just thought that was funny 
All right, we'll do a real one for you, Sedano. Spencer Dinwiddie has made it known that his preferred destination is either to the Lakers or the Clippers. Ooh. Dinwiddie is from L.A. and wants to stay close to home. Is this a big deal or no deal? Actually, you know, if he's right, and, you know, that injury happened a long time ago now, so he may be right already, you know what I mean? Um, he's exactly the type of player that either team could use. They need a point guard who can score. They need a point guard who's tough. Yeah. Um, he's big, too. He's not small-ish. I mean, he's bigger-ish for a point guard. Um, I love him, and I love his energy. Um, I think he's fun. He'd be great for us in the media because he talks and he says fun stuff. Uh, I, I, Yeah, I think either team would be lucky to have him. And Now, you got to be ready to pay him, but you could do a little sign-and-trade there. But if you're the Lakers, do you want a sign-and-trade shooter to Brooklyn? I don't know if I'd want to do that, personally. I mean, I don't care. You don't care? I don't care if I think I might make another team better, if it's going to make me better. Okay. Because I know the only reason why I'm not still playing is because I wasn't healthy. Okay. It'd be different if I didn't think I was good enough, but that's not what we feel. We we know we weren't healthy. So I don't mind sending, you know, Dennis to out east if we're going to get a really quality player like Spencer Dinwiddie. Okay. On to the next one. All right. Since this is happening right now, uh, LZ, the Milwaukee Bucks are up 30 on the Atlanta Hawks after the Hawks took game one. Is this a big deal or no deal? It's, Man, uh, did you run out of questions already? No, I just want to do something that was, that was <laughs> oh, happening okay. right now. I was going to say, because you're picking up something that's happening right now. I was yeah, like, well, that, yeah, because it's happening right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say that um, it's a big deal. It's a big deal because – a strong first half was expected given what happened in the first game. And if Atlanta finds a way to get back in this game, and oh, by the way, they've been here before this postseason. Um, if Atlanta comes back and wins, then the series is over. Right. So I think it's a big deal because it's going to be interesting to see if Milwaukee can keep that lead. And if they end up winning the game, if it's a game in which they were never in it, or is it a game that Atlanta started to show life and they had to fight towards the end? So I'm, I'm curious to see. It's a big deal. Well, I think it's a big deal because, you, to your point, Elsie, you need to exert your dominance. This team, the Bucks are bigger, they're stronger, they're a better team, they have a better roster, they have a more experienced roster. Atlanta's a great story, but the Bucks are – look, man, they're supposed to be in the finals the last couple of years. Yep. So – you know, we all looking at you like, yo, man, you're not good in close games. So how do you not get to that point? You just start blowing people out and exerting your dominance as quickly as possible. And I feel like they weren't coming out to mess around today. Like Giannis said a couple weeks ago, don't play with your food. Okay, well, they didn't play with their food today. And if they keep they, – they should win this series. I picked them in six. I still feel like six is the number. Um, but you can't let a young team stick around, man, LZ. You man, can't listen. let them stick around. We've already, I mean, they've already come back against Philadelphia. Right. From a lead like this. 26 points. Yep. So, I mean, yep. just be careful, man. Yeah, just keep your foot on the gas is what yep. I would say. All right, on to the next one. All right, Sedano, the space race is alive and well again. China is now saying that they will have a spacecraft on Mars by 2033 and are also in the process of building a space ladder that will be able to beam passengers and cargo up to the planet or shoot passengers and cargo like up Star to the planet. Like Star Trek? Right. Is a space ladder 
a big deal or no deal? I mean, hell, it's a big deal. You know? What are we doing? Greg, answer the man. He asked you a question. It was rhetorical. Oh, oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it was rhetorical. Right, right. I yeah, I thought Greg he was waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought he was waiting for you to go. Okay, okay. I mean, listen. What are we doing? I, it, 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 it is a big deal. If you beaming people up like Scotty and Captain Kirk, that's a big deal. I don't care what anybody tells me. I think that's just, you know, BS right now. Oh, you don't think it's real? You think they're just saying that? Yeah. You know, like when Marcellus used to say Clip City, Chip City. It was just BS <laughs> that he was just saying. <laughs> Would you want to be beamed if that was, like, a real technology? Like, would you be cool with that? I mean, after you guys go up, sure. <laughs> no, you, I, I need to test it out with, like, a something like a water bottle or something. <laughs> to see how no, that I need thing something arrives. organic. Yeah. Mm. I, I need to make sure that, that it works for the organic as well as the inorganic. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Why don't we test send up Greg Charcuterie board from <laughs> camp to see right. if it survives the trip? Yeah. Well, that's not organic. Oh, I guess right. it is. The way some of, of our bodies be. be set up, some of us can't be beamed up. I don't know. Laura, would you want to be beamed up if it were real? No, I don't think so, man. But like That can't I said, feel good, right? That has to feel mm. weird, I would imagine. Yeah, but then, Your like I said, you know, some of us are a little heavier than others, so I I'll don't know. Oh, stop. How they <laughs> beam up anybody. On Star Trek, they beam up anybody. It don't matter. No, that's my way of getting out. Be like, look, I'm a little thick. <laughs> Y'all can't beam me There's up. There's a lot of, yeah, I got I extra particles. your videos, girl. You ain't going to be thick for long. I see yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I'm working you. on it, man. Don't get too thin, though, because you're know, oh, no. save lives now. Huh? No, no, no. I'm not oh. trying. You know, I wanted to be 125 a long time ago, and I was like, mm, no disrespect to somebody that is now, but no. I like Not for you. Not yeah, for yeah, me yeah. no more. No, no. Yeah. What about for TiVo? You know what? Tivo liked the thick, so. No. All right. There you go, girl. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. And so did the Uber driver, so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. What's next? On to the next All right, LZ, Mark Messier is going to be the analyst for the NHL on ESPN when good hire. next season. This yeah. is a good hire. Yeah. So now with Wayne Gretzky on TNT's broadcast and Mark Messier on the ESPN broadcast, is the renewed rivalry between them on the airwaves a big deal or no deal? Um, I think it's no deal. Like, I get it, but, like, to have – been in the heat of that rivalry you need to be a person of a certain age and i don't think a person of that age would be juiced up like that to really try to like <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah Ooh, rival it's like going man i'm 60. What yeah. I care about? <laughs> so i agree with lz no deal on the rivalry part which by the way the reason their rivalry was interesting is because they were teammates and won a bunch of cups together right. let's not forget that part but of it was the like going, i'm the better player no i'm the better player Right. And then Mark won, you know, he broke the Rangers curse and all that stuff. So, you know, but Gretzky was clearly the better player. I will say this, and I ain't just copping for us, but I feel like we got the better one from a media perspective. Like, I could be wrong, but we talked about this when Gretzky was hired. TNT normally gets the big boisterous personality, um, you know, and, but I, I don't feel like Wayne is that. Like, I think Messier is definitely more that than Wayne is. I really don't know. I have the slightest idea. I, 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 I feel like one of them may emerge to be like the Tony Romo, but I don't know which one because right. I didn't know Tony was going to be that good. I agree. Me neither. I had no idea. So, you know. I, I thought it'd be all right, you know. Mm -hmm. Speaking of thick, I'm just happy to glance by Serena Williams' Instagram page. Yeah. Is she looking fine? Yeah. She fine. She fine. Yeah. Ooh. So. 
Uh, I don't know I, if she's going to win Wimbledon, but she's winning something. <laughs> oh, man. Is she going to play? She's supposed to play. This is her best chance. Yeah. Wimbledon is always her best tournament. Right. Oh, no question. Uh, all right. One more, Greg. On to the next one. Is, is this one of those that you don't have a good one? I mean, you tell me. Selma, oh, Lord. <laughs> Selma Hayek is starring in a new movie called Hitman's Wife Bodyguard. Okay. Oh, it yeah. just came so out. Good. So far, so yep. good. But she was once in the final four for the role of Trinity in The Matrix. Was oh, she but, really? What? Yeah, she what? was in the final four. So I'll just end it there and say, is that a big deal or no deal? Which part? That she was in the final four for The Matrix. I need to understand why they didn't think that was a good idea. Well, well she, yeah. okay, so this is the rest of it. But she yeah. didn't get it because she says, I'm lazy and didn't want to go to the gym. Damn. Um, <laughs> You she said it on red. That should have been the first question. What you doing, man? <laughs> See what happens when you get all that charcuterie board and stuff while you clamping and stuff? You know, you never know which one's going to hit, which one's not. That's yeah, a she, big she failed deal. her Trinity physical test. That is a big deal. And yeah. this is why. It is a reminder that while these action movies aren't necessarily Oscar winning performances, it doesn't mean that the actors aren't working hard. That there's a certain level of fitness that is required in order to pull off, you know, Iron Man and Thor and all these other roles of action heroes that we love, and that that needed to be incorporated in terms of how you look at how an actor performed in these movies. So good on her for recognizing she was lazy, and good on you know the directors of The Matrix for saying you know what she's fine, but we need somebody that can kick ass. I love her. 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 And every I've seen almost anything she's ever done. I love her. Do you know uh, she? I she, she is a client of my cousin's. Do I ever tell you who my cousin is? No. So my is cousin's name, name is my no. Oh. My cousin's name is Ivan Pohl. P O L like Doctor Pohl. You know that show, but same spelling. Okay. Uh, Ivan is, okay, he started in the entertainment industry as a makeup artist, and he used to be a makeup artist to the stars. Jennifer Lopez, Samuel Hayek, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's, he's lived out here in New York and whatever in Miami for a long, long time. He Three tent poles, basically. Um, and he has a company called The Beauty Sandwich. He turned his cosmetics into, um, like, uh, skincare products and skincare methods. And... All the stars come to see him, like all of them. If you Google the beauty sandwich, mm-hmm. you're gonna be like, you can follow him on Instagram too at the beauty sandwich. It, I mean, it he my man, it, I love him. That you know, I've always loved him. He's my cousins, you know, like we're cousins. But like he is hit it big, and I am ecstatic for him. But Selma's one of his clients, so every time he posts uh, uh, an Instagram post about Selma, I'm like, I, I can't hit the like button enough. <laughs> well, are you disappointed at all that she didn't want to work hard enough to actually be? In the Matrix? No, nah, girl. No, no, no. My girl, Selma, you, can do you whatever can call she wants. Okay, gay guys. No, no, no. It's totally fine. No, 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 no. My girl, Selma, can do whatever she wants, LZ. She, she, she got, she fined me every way. I wasn't asking you to give her permission. I was asking yeah. you if you were disappointed by her decision. No, no. I don't know if she would. I mean, I feel like, I mean, she could play anything. Um, Apparently not but a I Matrix feel- fighter. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, if she wanted to, she just didn't want to do the the the, the physical stuff. That's amazing to me. Like, yeah, I guess but, in Chicago, she was just like, "I'm good." Yeah, but Trinity, the the character, uh, the lady who played Trinity, I, her name escapes me at the Carol moment. Carolyn Moss, I believe. Yes, Carolyn Moss. Carrie, yes. Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann. Yes, Carrie Ann Moss. I, she was unbelievable. Yeah, I she thought. was. Yeah, they all so were. I, I, yeah, I feel like she was. It was. It was good casting, no matter what. You know. 
So Jada Pinkett Smith was also up in in the final. But four, she but was she, in the movie. Yeah, she yeah. well, she didn't get the role of Trinity, so they gave her a completely different role. Right, right, right. Nairobi. Nairobi, yes, yes, yes. Nairobi. Yes. Uh, all right, that is big deal or no deal. Speaking of big deals, if you need uh, an attorney when you're injured in an accident, call my friends at Sam and Ash Law at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. All right, we have our weekly dump coming up next. All the stuff we didn't get to, uh, we will dump it on you because we're constipated. Uh, you know, Travis and would do a daily dump. We're, we're much more constipated than they are. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Oh, Debbie Gibson. Mm. Not a client of my cousins. It's Deborah now. Yeah, Deborah, sorry. Not unlike Selma Hayek, not a client of my cousins. But but yeah. You know, man, let me tell you. I mean, in the 1987... Debbie Gibson, I mean, you know, outside of like Madonna and like the top, like top of the top of the top, Debbie Gibson's run for like several years was pretty impressive. I thought she had a good, what was it, three-year run? Yes, about that. Yeah. It was a good three-year run. And it was funny because, you know, we do the things that we tend to do all the time, right? Which is compare the women against each other to see who's better, right? So it was her or Tiffany, who's better? Right. I think you're alone now. Exactly. They came out at the same time. I was like, who's better? It was yeah. Madonna versus Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Um, I mean, LZ, our whole industry is predicated on that. Who's better, LeBron or Jordan? <laughs> you know, so. It, 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 I guess for me, I, I, the, one of the reasons why I kind of roll my eyes is because typically it's just based upon how they look. It has nothing right. to do with their actual talent. Yeah. It's like they look like each other, so then we'll just make them rivals. Well, I like NBA. We at least recognize you need to be talented. Talented, yeah, yeah. I I liked Debbie Gibson's music more than I liked Tiffany's music. Although I did like, I think you're alone now. I think that song still bangs. Um, But I thought Tiffany was cuter than Debbie Gibson as a kid, for what it's worth. Ooh, you like a little ginger, huh? Yeah, I think you're alone now. Do you have that song, Laura? That's a good song. Oh, oh it's song. on YouTube. I, I thought that Tiffany was the better singer. Really? But that Deborah Gibson was the better artist. Come on now. This is a good jam. This takes you back to 1987 right here. Is that yeah. the loudest it gets? Is this like the. She un- sang this at a mall. Version? The video was done at a mall. No, that was back when people went to malls. Yes, that's when people would go to the malls. Although. I told you, I went to Delamo Mall in Torrance a couple weeks ago. It was packed. popping? Yeah. People back in malls, man. Yeah, this is a good song. I like this song probably better than any of Debbie Gibson's songs. Ooh. Maybe, what? Uh, no, know. what is it? Take Your Love? Shake Your Love? Shake Your shake it. Well, that Was terrible. Was it Take It or Shake It? <laughs> I don't know. I, think, I thought we did that bit already. Yeah, he, 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 he stole York. it from you. Yeah, and then he took it to New York. He didn't um, even ask you. Shake your love is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Deborah Gibson's Electric Youth. Oh, Electric Youth was good. By the way, Shake Your Love, do you know who was the choreographer for that song? Was it, I'm going to say 
Paula Abdul? That is correct. Only because Paula was doing everybody's stuff at that time? <laughs> Pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Debbie, at the time, she was known as Debbie, mm-hmm. um, had four singles that reached the top five. Four. It's pretty right, impressive. So, I'm going to say um, Electric Youth hit the top five. Um, I think we're – no, I think you're alone now. Um, no, no, that was, Electric Youth was later. Electric Youth was later. It, uh, it, I'm just wait, talking, I, my bad. I should have said this. In her first album in 87, the debut album. Oh, in album, her first four, album, she had yeah, how yeah. many singles hit the top five? Four in the top five. Wow. So she had Only In My Dreams, which was the original. Right. Shake Your Love. Right. Out of the Blue, and the number one one was Foolish Beat, Foolish which Greg Beat. was talking about the other right. day. Yeah. Dang. And then Electric That's Youth came, came out in 89 and was number one for five weeks. That was my little cut for some reason, man. Electric Youth? Electric Youth. It was good. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I was like, I'm not even sure. sure what that even means. I don't either. Oh, wait, crank that up. Woo. My God, this um, song is terrible. What was I doing? This is not a good song. It's terrible. It is an awful <laughs> song. But it was number one for five weeks, so you weren't alone. That's for I sure. Was, we were caught up in an in sync electric youth tidal wave. We couldn't get Bro, out. Bro, you know that she had a perfume called Electric Youth. Did she really? Oh, yeah. Did Kelly have it? Does she still have it? I don't know. I didn't ask her. You want me to ask? Yeah, see if she's whipping out that electric youth on you when you're not looking. Hold on. I'll ask her real quick. Hold on. I got to open the door, though. Hold on. Laura, have you ever uh, used a little electric youth behind your ear? I mean, uh, uh, not electric youth, the actual thing, but I mean, <laughs> I'm, I pride myself, you know, in smelling good. So. Oh, I, I, I feel you. I feel you. you know, especially in them unforsaken crevices where they may be like, Look, oh, well, okay. She's like, Debbie Gibson? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's a perfume. She's like, no. I'm like, okay. She totally did. She no, she said she didn't. She, she wouldn't lie about that stuff. She, she, she loves, she, she loves embarrassing herself with stuff like that. So, um, have no, you ever not. worn a celebrity endorsed perfume or scent? Yes. No. <laughs> what is it? What did you wear? Britney Spears. It was Britney Spears, wasn't it? Ew, no. Uh, Who was it? Elizabeth Taylor, Carey. White Diamonds. Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. There's a, she had a scent. Yeah. So there's this purple butterfly bottle that she has, but I have a thing with mixing my scents, my perfumes. Mm. So I would mix that. With you guys are gonna just kill me for this one, but the pink bottle of Paris Hilton, back back in the day, and everyone would be like, "Yo, what is that?" Because I've never smelled that. I'm like, "Don't worry about what it is." People you're would compliment cocktails me. with your perfume. Oh, all the time. I'm telling you, man, that is the biggest compliment people give me. I don't care. You could be like, "You look good. You lost weight. Okay, thank you. You smell good. Oh, thank you. I know." Thank so you. my my wife just texted me. She said her first perfume she bought was sunflowers. I don't even know what that is. So I don't know what that is. Sunflowers. Sunflowers perfume. Greg, have you ever bought a scent endorsed by a celebrity? No, no, I wouldn't ever do that. Not for me. He wears Axe. Come on. I do not wear Axe. <laughs> I'm not that bad. I'm or not Old that Spice. bad. I don't even wear Axe when like Axe was a thing. No, I'm not doing that. Just to let you know, Axe was never a thing. Right. <laughs> I mean, in my area, it was. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was never for me. Yo, dog, you got that cool breeze, ocean. <laughs> yeah, right now. cool oh, breeze. People, people would walk. Cool water. Cool like, water. Cool water. Cool oh water my god. Lucky cool you cool for the guys. Running. That was a thing when I was. Drag car noir. Yeah. Uh, Drag Car Noir was big in the cool 90s. Water. There was one more, too. I'm trying to think of the name of it. Curve. Curve. I had Curve. Curve smelled good, though. Curve and a Cool Water was the thing, and Lucky You. The guys yeah. would go crazy over those three in high school. 
I had Curve. Curve was my thing. That was my jam. I'm trying to think. There was one more that was like in a sort of like a short square bottle. Um, was really sort of um, Swedish smelling. Not too not too sweet, but just a little sweet enough. Wasn't. Wait, I think I see it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I used to wear that thing tough. Are you? I I'm not a cologne person anymore. I'm not. Nah, me neither. Yeah. Key used to used to rock the cologne every morning though. So what do you guys use? Right. What did Key? What would Key rock? Because he definitely he he left a trail of good of good smells wherever he would go. Never wear cologne at a at a place a workplace. That's it's too pungent. Oh no! Well, I always knew, I always knew where Key was because it of was. that. Like, yeah, yeah. Wait. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you guys use now? Nothing. Just nice soap. Nothing. Nice soap, deodorant. Oh, hell no! If my man don't smell good, like with cologne, why can't you smell good if you just use good, good? No, you can. Stuff? But like, I like a guy that smells like cologne, like particular. Yeah, no, I, mm, that's a thing for me. That's weird. It's okay. uh, looks like it's called Givenchy or Givenchy. Oh yeah, yeah I know yeah. which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I by used the way, to rock that cologne all the time, but it's bad for you. It is bad for you. Cologne is not good for you to be wearing regularly, or perfume for that matter, to be honest. So, uh, Ooh, one last thing, real quick. No, I'm like, no, no, no. That, <laughs> she got real no, quiet, real I'm just quick, telling people. you for your skin. I spent so great. much money on that stuff. I'm just yeah. saying it dries you. I out. did back in the day. Yeah. Uh, real quick, last uh, anniversary, The Notebook came out 17 years ago. I don't know a woman who didn't cry at that movie, or a I don't man, know a man actually. that didn't cry at that movie. Yeah, that's a sad ass movie. It's not sad. It's beautiful. What do you mean? I mean, sad? beautiful, sad, right? Yeah. yeah it's, it's like who who doesn't want the Notebook to be their their ending? Dying together with your loved one after all those years. I mean, it's still sad. They died. You know, that's it. That's sad. I just always used to laugh though when they got off the boat while it was yeah. raining, and she turned around. Why didn't you write me? And I just be like going, Yeah, I can't marry you. Yeah. <laughs> We were, Spoiler just having, alert. we were just having a nice moment and all yeah. this stuff, and you bringing up old stuff. Yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert, if you didn't know, from 17 years ago, they died. Uh, all right, we're done here. <laughs> Excellent work, LZ Granderson. You too, brother. All right, Laura, Greg, great job. You guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. See you.